You're listening to Bizarre Buffet, a podcast of all-you-can-eat weird. I'm your host, Mark Toriello. I'm Jen Wilson. And I'm Mark Blusine. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. And perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. When we first went in, one of the people said, Who are you? And Tex said, I'm the devil and I'm here to do the devil's business. Hello and welcome to another hour of Your Baby Has Been Aborted. My name is Susan Sarandon. My name's Elron Hubbard. Oh, Elron. And you? And I'm Mark Toriello. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, fuck okay. us then. Um, Keep on going. Mark Toriello got the best fortune out of all of us tonight. He did. I know. We had Chinese food beforehand. and We did. Uh, we did. I we, always we did get fortunes. the shitty fortune. Yeah. And I mean. So Mark, why don't you tell our listeners what your fortune said? Yeah. Well, I think mine's very appropriate since I am such a fashion icon. Mm. It says mm. good clothes open many doors. Go shopping. Oh, okay. And then Mark and I get the yeah. ones that are like impossible standards just make life difficult. Yeah, how lovely, right? And then you want to hear mine. It's in life, it's good not to get too comfortable. Like fucking really. Like I want my I want someone to tell me to go shopping. Yeah. Instead of me feeling guilty about splurging. <laughs> I know, and selling me. It's like mm, don't get too comfortable, you know. Yeah. Mm. God, what a bummer Chinese fortune. But like, I dress mm. well, right? I wear mm. really good clothes and I have style, but it really hasn't opened up that many doors. So I think this thing's oh. full of shit. Yeah. And apparently Jen and I are gluttonous. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I mean, our lives are miserable. <laughs> yes, that's right. They're like, you two suck. Goodbye. Here's your goddamn fortune. All right. So, I mean, I guess... Let's get into our topic. Okay. Okay. But do we want to ask a question first? And yeah, always ask questions. Well, you like yeah. Mm. My question for us tonight is, what is your experience with bridges? So driving across bridges with mass bodies of water. Mm. So, for example, um, growing up. And my uncle, I'm sure, will tell me while he's listening to this. Hello, Uncle Doug. Uncle Doug, what um, up? He'll probably tell me my grandmother is rolling in her grave that I'm speaking about her. But my grandmother lived in the Bronx. And in order to get there, we had to drive across the GWB. Mm-hmm. And my mom, I, I guess because my mom wasn't a fan, made me not a fan of driving across bridges. So anytime we would be in traffic... Going across the bridge, like I would make her roll all the windows down, uh, keep the doors unlocked because oh. God forbid something happened. Right. You need to escape the car. And the bridge fell and we landed in, you know, the <laughs> Hudson River. Yeah. We could swim out. Just so you guys know, if your car goes into the water and you cannot escape, you have to take the headrest from your your seat and those metal prongs for the headrest, those are designed to smash the windows. Or you can sit on them if you're kinky. Ooh. Ooh. I try. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry Uncle Doug. It hurt really bad. <laughs> no, but I've always been like that. Like even in traffic, 
I would take my seatbelt off like that. Like I would prepare wow. myself oh, for dad. the bridge to fall. Well, I like that you had a plan just for yourself and you're like, I'm going to plan in case fucking worst case scenario. I'm well, going to fuck out of here. Listen, <laughs> if they're like, you always have to prepare for an exit plan. Mm, absolutely. And listen, as a child, you should also prepare that your parent could go crazy at any minute. And like, what if they try to drive it off and you're in it? Like, I, I hate to say it, but like, I remember being in school and like planning if there was an you know active shooter in the building mm-hmm. well that's how would just I get sad. out I know yeah. that is really sad but like this is the world that we live in it's true it's all right true. I hate to be the buzzkill no it's not so, a buzzkill at all what about you Mark yeah what about you any bridgey bridge um, or tunnel stories oh bridge and tunnel stories sounds so erotic um well, I'm majorly attracted to bridges and tunnels. God. Um, I know. Thank I know, you. Mark. I, mm. I heard that he's in an open relationship with one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I lucky am. for you, Mark, I have a bridge and a tunnel. Oh, my Ooh. God. <laughs> oh, listen. That has been condemned by the state of New Jersey. Do yeah. not take it. It will end in disaster. It's a bumpy ride. <laughs> it's, it's, um, you're taking your life into your own hands. Um, but I will say... I was thinking about it, and um, when I lived in um, South Jersey area and I worked in Philly, I would take uh, the Patco train all the time, and it went over the Benjamin Franklin Bridge. I and love I re- Ben Franklin. Oh, God, Ben Franklin. Isn't he so hot? I feel like he would be like... I don't know, a fun grandpa or like I uncle. Were, I thought you were going to say a good leg, but. No. <laughs> with that curled wig. <laughs> no, he had no. the bald head. He didn't have a curled wig. He had the bald head with the long hair on yeah. the side. And pantyhose. Oh. And the bifocals. Oh, God. I'm getting so worked up. You got to oh. stop. <laughs> anyway, anyway, enough about hot Franklin. So electric. <laughs> yeah. So, you drove over the Ben Franklin Bridge. Yes, thank you. We will come back to me going over the bridge. And I remember a lot of times, you know, I used to, like, if it was somebody who I hadn't taken the train with before or something, I'd be like, could you imagine if this bridge fell right now? And I would like to fuck with people. And I'd, if it was me with you, I'd be like, fuck you, Mark. I'd be like, fuck you, motherfuckers. <laughs> what so. about you, Mark? Well, for me, I don't have, like, a bridge bridge story, but I have a road story. So a million years ago, I went to Costa Rica when we took, like, this, like, little tourist bus thing. There was no, like, speed limit Mm. on the roads. And then there were, like, cliffs and mountains with no rails. And it was really frightening, and I could have died. Yeah, I remember going to Spain and it being the same, like, going on these winding cliffs. Yeah. Mm. And my friend's dad was like, Jen, look, look at the view. And I'm, like, just, like, looking Mm. down at my feet. Like, let me know when we're at the top, please. (laughs) Like, at one point, he, like, opened the door, and, like, there was no, like, barricade. And was like, Jen, look out. Look, it's Portugal in the distance. I'm like, oh, just let me know when we're up at the top, please. Yeah, you're like, I'm about to be in Portugal if this fucking bus falls off. Exactly. So the reason why we're talking about all these bridges and tunnel situations is because recently there was something on the news that um, inspired me to do this episode. But um, I was inspired because recently they had to shut down the Verrazano Bridge. Mm. Yeah. And the Verrazano Bridge connects is it Staten Island to New York? I think so. Uncle Doug, 
Uncle Doug, please clarify for us yeah. when you're listening, because I'm sure you will be texting me. So please clarify that or for I think, us. Or is it to like Brooklyn? I think it's Staten Island to Brooklyn. Well, I think the Gothels is Staten Island. No. Well, yeah, Gothels is in New Jersey to Staten Island. Staten Island. My, My family grew up in the Bronx, so Uncle Doug, you definitely will clarify this for me. Uncle Douglas. You're loving all of these shout outs. No, I my know. dad. You're such a celebrity. You're no, my, my dad, he's a uh, traffic reporter on the radio. Yes, he was. Yes. Is he still for 1010 Wins? He, not, no longer for 1010 Wins, but he's on like serious satellite. Ooh. He knows like every road to man. Oh, I'm sure he has to. Mm-hmm. But like recently they had to shut down the Verrazano Bridge this year because of high winds and rain. And I'm just going to play a quick clip of the bridge itself when they shut it down because it was kind of rocking up and down Mm. because it is a suspension bridge and it makes the most bizarre noise that's really unsettling and just Mm. not the sort of thing you would expect to hear from such a large object. You hear that? That's like the bridge. Oh, it sounds so hot. Oh, that's frightening now. Isn't it so weird? Have you ever been on a bridge and saw it shake? Because I could tell you that, like, I have, and it's really scary. Really? I would be mortified. Right, hold on. Listen to the soothing sounds of the bridge. Yeah, I'm going to go home and meditate to this tonight. (laughs) Well, that I, is... I the, bet Bjork could make a song out of it. She probably would. She probably has. And she just hasn't released it yet. She's like, this bridge is speaking to me. Sounds more like a Yoko Ono song. I don't think song, that's how... But... <laughs> I'm more of a Yoko fan anyway. That works for me. I like Yoko. Yeah, so that is from recent times from the Verrazano Bridge. And it reminded me of this incident that happened in the, I believe, in the year 1940. And the incident was the collapse of the Tacoma Narrows Bridge. So let's get into it, girl. We're taking the bridge to Terabithia. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was just, I was actually just thinking about that book, and I had to read it in the sixth grade. John Newberry Award. And I just remember, like, I'll just, like, I remember years later being like, why the fuck did my teachers make us read this in the sixth grade? It was really sad. Doesn't, like, a kid die at the end? Yes, because as she's going to Terabithia, which was a rope, it was like a rope that swung from one side of land to the other and there was a river she fell in and she died in the middle of the rain (laughs) he had some fucked up teacher he can't see without his glasses reminds me of my girl oh Oh, my girl girl. that was such a good movie too that was okay let's let's, we're gonna get off the we're gonna cross the terabithia (laughs) bridge and get onto this tacoma narrow let's get on the tacoma bridge all right so i'll tell uh, let me share like a little history about this bridge the tacoma narrows bridge was a suspension bridge that um was built in the united states state of washington Mm. And it spanned the Tacoma Narrow Strait of Puget Sound. I don't know what that 
what that entails because I'm not like a geography person. But the strait is, I think, a body of water. Okay. Well, yes. Um, but I guess it went from Tacoma to Kitsap Peninsula. So the bridge opened on July 1st, 1940. Mm-hmm. And dramatically collapsed into Puget Sound on November 7th, the same year. The day oh. before my birthday. Oh. And July 1st is three days before my birthday. Oh, so. Oh my God, this is the bridge of our friendship. I you, know. You two bridge disasters. <laughs> so the bridge was something that was supposed to be in existence for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, dating back to 1889, when there was like the Northern Pacific Railway, uh-huh. there were several attempts um, that were made into having this bridge built. But often these proposals were denied due to the lack of, you know, money and funding <sighs> for the project. Fuckers. So in, let's fast forward from like the 1800s to 1938. <laughs> Um, where there was a boring meeting Mm. (laughs) of different civil engineers and the bridge became a major topic of discussion. Um, she's gained weight. She looks old. Her hair needs to be done. Needs some Botox. Botox. She needs a little help. Yeah. Needs a little facelift. Yeah. So once the bridge was approved... Um, in 1938, there was a meeting with different engineers. Mm. And the weird thing is, is that during this meeting, a designer who designed bridges was in the audience and had predicted that this bridge was going to be in a huge structural failure. Oh, boy. Way to bring down that town mm-hmm. hall meeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this bridge is going to collapse, girl. You in danger. So after the after the bridge was built, it was the third longest suspension bridge in the world. So the first one was the George Washington Bridge. The second one was the Golden Gate Bridge. So this one mm. came in third place as being the third longest suspension bridge at 5,939 feet long. And oh, that's a sexy bridge. And about 200 feet tall. Wow. So this is a big ass bridge. That's like a big old bridge. Drive your car across it. This isn't some like <laughs> fluffy bunny kind of jazz going no. over like a set of railroad tracks. So the bridge in general was expected to have, you know, light to medium volume traffic. And that being said, the design, it was only two lanes. So it was very narrow. It was 39 feet wide in total. So just, just to give you an idea of what the bridge looked like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and aside from that, you know, it was quite narrow in comparison to how long it was. Um, apparently, it had only eight foot deep plate girds. Oh. Girders. Girdies. Okay, I'm sorry. What the hell is a plate girder? Because, like, I think of girdle, like, the thing that, like, women wear to, like, suck everything in. The bridge had one on. So what's a plate girder? It's a corset for a bridge. Yeah. Really? No. Actually, I had to Google it because I was like, what the hell? So a plate girder Mm. um, is basically, it's, like... It holds the bridge up. So it's built in an I-beam section and it's used to carry heavy loads, which can, which cannot be carried economically by rolled I-sections, whatever that means. It sounds like um, a real girdle. 
So it's made by riveting welding and steel plates so in the I'm shape assuming, of an eye. So I'm assuming it's on the bottom what holds it up. So like if you look at like the bottom of a bridge and you see like these steel things that look yeah. like the letter I, that's what that is. Oh, oh. I so, think. Cool. Wow. Now I know what a plate girder is. Okay, so um, the reason why they had such narrow plate girders was because they was being cheap. Oh. And they wanted to save money and cut costs. With but you can't the do that when you're building like a, a structure that people are going, especially a bridge. Over water with cars. Right. It's like building a roller coaster and not testing it out before you yeah. put people on it. They're like, we think it has all of the nails and screws, but eh, whatever. With this bridge having such minimal girders, the deck of the bridge was insufficiently rigid and would easily be moved by like the slightest wind. Oh, hell no. And no, this was ongoing even during the time when it was being built. So the bridge started to become infamous for its movements. Okay, so basically like a mild wind could cause the road in the bridge or the deck to kind of move up and down, kind of like a wave. No, thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcasts for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I mean, how cool is that, right? It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On with the show. Oh, that's, thank you. That's scary. And it, would, it wasn't even subtle. It would be several feet. To the point where, like, if you were driving, you wouldn't be able to see the cars in front of you because of how high the road would go up and down. Oh. Um, and like I said, this flexibility was something that was experienced by the builders and the workmen during the construction, um, which led to the bridge's nickname, Galloping Gertie. <laughs> Galloping Gertie. <laughs> Galloping Gertie. Yeah, like some like old timey ho at the bar. Yeah, galloping Gertie. <laughs> she was the loose one. It's like a that's like um a, dr a washed out stripper. The wash yeah. washed galloping out. galloping Gertie. <laughs> she <laughs> she would go to like the horse races and pick up men. Yeah, definitely. Or a washed out stripper on one of those electronic bulls. <laughs> galloping Gertie became like the nickname of this bridge, and it generated such a buzz that it sort of became like a tourist attraction. Like everyone would be like, gather around, galloping Gertie. Um, so often, yeah, like I said, you would drive on it and you would experience like these like really weird waves. So, um, fuck no. Fuck no all the way. But, I know like, it. So in efforts to keep the bridge like steady and to stop doing this like rocking formation, um, you know, engineers tried to make some enhancements by attaching cables that were like connected to these like 50 ton concrete blocks that were placed in the water and it would kind of keep the bridge anchored. However, shortly after this, the stress on the cables were so 
Hi. <laughs> they snapped. It's oh. like, it sounds like one of those science projects when like you have to put together a bridge or something. Oh, mm. it's not sturdy. Let's glue some more sticks yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. That let's, sounds let's like Let's plaster some Play-Doh and stick together some straws to keep this bridge afloat. It sounds like that's what they were doing. Exactly. So after those like attempts mm -hmm. they were like wow this bridge just really lacks well, like, here's my thing. really lacks so being a bridge but here's my question were there other ways of like getting across this body of water because if this was me <laughs> any other option i would be like fuck no yeah. i'm gonna take some other route even if it takes like 45 minutes out of my commute right mm -hmm. to get there right yeah okay. i so agree before, before the bridge is made and now i don't know if this was simultaneous while the bridge was open but there was a ferry that went back okay. and forth and they built that bridge. Now, I don't know if the ferry was simultaneously open and doing that while the bridge was there. But, um, yeah, it would most definitely be a pain in the ass if you wanted to avoid the Tacoma Narrows Bridge. And fun little fact, the bridge was supposed to be built for $13 million, but instead they uh, built it for $8 million. So... <laughs> You get, a lot. You, you get what you pay for. You know, speaking in the millions, one would think, you know, 13 as opposed to eight. Oh, well, it's still in the millions. But I'd imagine that that chunk of money when it comes to building something like a bridge probably shouldn't be, um, you know, cut in corners. No, of course not. As, as I view this photo of it collapsing into the body of water. So let's talk about the collapse. Of the oh. Tacoma Narrows. Oh, I love a fucking good bridge collapse. No, her name is Galloping Gertie. Galloping Gertie. She galloped too hard one day. Yeah, broke her bridge. Okay, so on November 7th, 1940, less than five months after the bridge had opened, on a very windy day with 42 mile per hour winds, the bridge began to sway not just up and down like people were used to, but started to go left to right. It started to rock that way. Everyone knew that shit was about to go down because it never swayed that way before. And that is not the proper way for a bridge to I rock. I mean, also too, if you think geographically, like Washington state is so up north, mm. you're right by the Pacific Ocean. Mm -hmm. Lots of high Ocean. winds. Yeah. Like, what the fuck were you thinking when you <laughs> built this bridge? They were a little drunk. There's a lot of people thinking that. Oh, my yeah. goodness. They were like, oh, don't worry about the fact that it used to rock up and down. Now it's back and forth. Now we got trouble. So from 7 a.m. to 1030 a.m. that morning, the bridge was like rocking the entire time. Now the bridge was still open for some of that. So due to the eccentric movement of the Tacoma Narrows Bridge, they had to close it down, prohibiting drivers from traveling on it. Oh, boy. Um, however, one car ended up getting stranded on the bridge, and the car belonged to Leonard Coatsworth, who happened to be an editor for a local newspaper. Mm. So this is really cool. So... He wrote about his experience with the, the bridge the day that it collapsed. Mm -hmm. And 
like he definitely had to escape the bridge while it was violently rocking like side to side. And he says, I drove on the bridge and started across. And this is like all his account, by the way. So he says, I drove on the bridge and started across. In the car with me was my daughter's cocker spaniel, Tubby. Aw, Tubby. Tubby. Oh. Just as I drove past the towers, the bridge began to sway violently from side to side. Before I realized, the winds became so violent that I lost control of the car. I jammed on the brakes and got out, only to be thrown on my face against the curb. Around me, I could hear concrete cracking. That's creepy. Oh, God. This sounds like out of like one of those... Day after tomorrow, 2012 movies, yeah. world ending. Mm-hmm. And this is where it gets like really sad. So he goes, I started back to the car to get the dog, but the car was thrown before I could reach it. The car began to slide side to side on the roadway. I decided the bridge was breaking up. My only hope was to get back to shore on my hands and knees. I crawled 500 yards to the tower brushing my hands and knees. Toward the last, I risked rising to my feet and running a few yards at a time. When I made it to the toll plaza, I saw the bridge in its final collapse and saw my car plunge into the narrows. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. Not Tubby. With real tragedy and disaster and blasted dreams all around me, I believe that right at this minute, what upset me the most was that in a few hours, I have to tell my daughter that her dog is dead when I might have saved him. Isn't that awful? Oh my goodness. That's so terrible. So also, um, this guy, his last name is like Coatsworth, and he wasn't the only person who tried to save the dog. So when the bridge slowed down, like from the rocking motion um, for like a few minutes, Two other men ran up to the car in attempts to save Tubby the dog, but he was so scared that when they got to the car, the dog was like barking and like bit at them, and they were like, "Screw this!" <laughs> and then they, they well, listen. If a dog tries to bite me, which it has, Austin. Austin. <laughs> Oh, this is a I fucking depressing anecdote. Mm-hmm. I would probably run away too. So the bridge did collapse, right? Yes. At 11.02 a.m., the bridge finally collapsed. And by 11.10, it was all over. And what stood was the east and west towers with collapsed, disfigured cables that stood for months I feel after like, the aftermath. I feel like this would be such a fucking embarrassment for... You know, the architect. Yeah. yeah. Certainly. I would probably... I would pack up my belongings and move and change my name and go into witness protection. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I guess after the the collapse, there was, like, a lot of finger-pointing as to who was at fault because it was such an embarrassment for a publicly funded, you know, bridge. Uh, They said that the money lenders were to blame because they were cheap (laughs) (laughs) um you know and even like the weeks leading up to the bridge they were doing research on how to fix the design of the bridge to avoid such a a catastrophe 
So, yeah. Well, that's the too little, too late, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, like I said, would, even if it took 45 extra minutes out of my Mm -hmm. commute, I would take that ferry. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, you know, oh, how fun and whimsical the bridge is swaying and dancing. No, not not for um, travel purposes, though. I mean, I mean, you you guys saw the video footage. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I yeah. sent you, and that is so weird. Like nothing that large, made out of like steel and concrete, should move like that. No, it's very off-putting. Mm. Mm-hmm. So um so yeah so after like it collapsed and the whole like controversy behind it what they did and I thought this was really interesting is that they ended up building another bridge in 1950 but they used like the same like tower structures are you kidding oh. me or, well I don't think the issue was like the tower structures itself it was just like those. Girdy things, whatever they call, not galloping girdy. The, that plate, the plate girders. girders, the plate girders, yeah, and the just like plate girders. Just the fact that the bridge wasn't aerodynamic, but um, you know what I thought? What would have been really cool to see is the months after the bridge collapsed, seeing the towers with all the tangled cables, yeah. just like hanging in the water. Like mm-hmm. visually, that must have been really unusual. Oh yeah, kind of creepy, but absolutely interesting. And um, currently, there are they they did rebuild it. There's two bridges now that stand there um, because it's a high traffic area. So there's two suspension bridges on the Tacoma the on the Tacoma Narrows, um, one going one direction, one going in the other. And just recently, um, a filmmaker put together a documentary called Seven Hundred Feet Down, and. Basically, the documentary entails a diving team going under the water to explore the collapsed remains of the Tacoma Narrows Bridge. Oh, oh that's... Tubby. Mm-hmm. Oh. Tubby the dog. Well, Tubby you the dog was the him? only, the only uh, fatality. But still. I know. That's... Mm. Poor little Cocker Spaniel. Oh, God damn it. But I just wonder, God like... damn that bridge. I just wonder, like, what how much of it is still down there well watch mm. 700 feet down to find mm-hmm. out yeah. do you know where we could stream this seven what 700 feet down is yeah. it out yet it's not out yet so it's going to be it plays in i guess like local museums in that area that okay. are about that um, I thought maybe we could like stream it on Prime or yeah. Well, I reached out to the producer Carly Vester, and um, she followed us back on Bizarre Buffet. Hi, Hi Carly. Carly. And um, she wanted me to reach out to some of those museums, but I couldn't get a hold of them because they had like interesting stories about the bridge. I'm sure they're either oh. not open to the public, yeah, or... doing museum things. Yeah. Museum things. So that is the story of the Tacoma Narrows Bridge. I think it's really fascinating. And I just love the fact that, you know, the Verrazano Bridge did a very watered down version of that. And just hearing the noise of the cables going Mm -hmm. up and down is very just surreal. Yeah. And that's the story. Wow. And make everyone feel. 
Um, <laughs> well, I'm never going to go across a bridge again in my life. Yeah, Jen is traumatized. Um, I don't, I don't know. I think that's a really crazy event. Yeah. And now the bridge is like, the whole case is studied by bridge designers and engineers of like what not to do. Well, yeah, yeah of course. Mm -hmm. Wow. Galloping Gertie galloped into the water. And then that's it. End of story. Yeah, and, and then she died. And then she died. So oh. this was a fun one. Well, oh. I wouldn't say fun because I'm absolutely traumatized. But <laughs> but um, this was different. Yeah, it was very different. I mean, it's a fascinating story. Thank you, Mark, My for yeah, thank for you. compiling this pile of rubble that's now in water. <laughs> With poor Tubby. Poor Tubby. You know, let's no, set it. I can't clap for let's, Tubby. Let's, let's dedicate this episode to Tubby the dog. This yeah. is dedicated to Tubby because you know what, Tubby? It wasn't your fault. No. I get more upset over an animal dying than a person. Absolutely. I know. Fucking That's the truth. Tubby didn't know what was going on. Stupid people were like, oh, look at the dancing bridge. <laughs> yeah, but It's whatever. not your fault you're dead, Tubby. That's right. Blame the shitty. I hope you get shout outs at the local museums. I hope so too. Yeah. They should honor you. They should bleed on an altar for you. Anyway, well, kids, you know. Um, it's the witching hour. It's the witching hour. Hold on. All of you grab a teat. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. God, you're all so hungry. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Let's... All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to a new episode make of Bizarre sure, Buffet. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Bizarre yeah. Buffet. Follow us follow on us. Facebook at Bizarre Buffet No Space. Yes, that's right. Follow us. I mean, in real life, I could use a stalker. I'm fine with it. Everybody else seems to get one. I get a lot of them. I get a lot well, of them. Jen gets say, all of them. I don't want to say you're, you guys are stalkers. You're just, you're super fans. Yeah. And I get all of the messages and I love you all for it. And I'm super grateful for all of you. Yes. And for you guys keeping this you know, listening alive. This has yes. been a dream come true for all of I us. I know. It's so, so fun. It's really fun. And I'm loving the feedback that we're getting. Yeah. I'm loving just how much you're all enjoying these episodes. And mm -hmm. oh, it just it's makes so me so happy. With that being said, my name is Jody Foster. And with that being said, my name is Tacoma Narrows Bridge. <laughs> And I'm Glenn Close. Oh my God. You know, I was going to pick Glenn Close. We both too. were nominated for Golden Globes last mm -hmm. night, but I won. Oh my so. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Um, you know, keep doing Satan's work. Um, do Scientology. Say hello to everybody for us. Um, you know, kiss people you know on the mouth. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.